NC Strongman is your source for upcoming competitions, strategies for those competitions, seminars, interviews with promoters and athletes, as well as tips for getting into and getting better at this awesome sport. NC Strongman is brought to you by United by Strength, a public health education nonprofit aimed at helping veterans and first responders improve the communities they serve. To help support this great cause, reach out to us at unitedbystrengthpodcast@gmail.com at gmail.com to make a donation. Upcoming North Carolina Strongman Events. Get a Grip 2021, Saturday, July 17th at North Carolina Wrestling Factory in Carthage, North Carolina. The promoter is Clint Moneymaker. We have Strongman Corps, North Carolina State Championship on Saturday, July 31st at Fit for Life in Jacksonville, North Carolina. Promoter, Greg Popejoy. U.S. Strongman, we have Rogue Alpha Athletic Strongman on Saturday, July 19th at Gilliam McConnell Airfield in Carthage, North Carolina. Director, Samuel McLeod. We have U.S. Strongman Keg Party on Saturday, September 11th, Outback the Barn in Pembroke, North Carolina. Director, Cedric Boriax. And Rhino Get in Five on Saturday, November 13th at Rhino's Gym in Fayetteville, North Carolina. Director Tara Farnham. Welcome back, everyone. And we are talking today about an upcoming event that we're offering um, through United by Strength, which is, uh, you know, the parent company. <laughs> it's fun to say that. It's, it's not, you know, parent it, company. technically a parent company. But, um, so uh, United by Strength is our nonprofit focused on public health education through, you know, strength and physical uh, effort and exercise and nutrition, things like that. And we uh, do some community events from time to time. And something that we're doing coming up is uh, what we're calling a foundational strengths seminar. So it's targeted targeted at the general population, but it's definitely suitable for you know, maybe someone out there who's listening to this, who's interested in um, strongman, that sport or strength sports in general, and is looking for a kind of an intro to that world. And who also happens to be close to the Mooresville, North Carolina area, because no one's flying in for this thing. But um, the details of the seminar are that they are, it's going to be held on uh, Saturday, June 26th. And we're going to have two iterations of the seminar. It's going to, the first one is happening at 9 a.m. And it's going to go until noon. So it's three hours for each seminar piece. And then we're going to take an hour lunch. And then we're going to do a 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. for the second piece. And both of the pieces are going to be the same seminar. Um, so you don't have to come to both. Uh, you can pick one or the other, which whatever is best for your time frame. And that is going to be at the Cliffhangers Climbing Gym, beautiful, beautiful facility here in Mooresville, North Carolina. And what's the address for that, Chanel? It is 326 Oats or Otis or O-A-T-E-S. There you go. <laughs> yep. 
Oats or Otis. We're not sure. <laughs> Road, Morrisville, North Just Carolina. Just throw it in your GPS. You'll find it. And that it. is the second session is 1 to 4 p.m. What did I say? 1 to 3. Ew. But it's three hours. Oh, So that's where you got. There you go. 1, so to, it's one, four. To, one to 4 p.m. I don't do math. <laughs> um, so if there's a suggested donation for the seminar of $60, um, and that's going to go towards, um, again, public health uh, education programs targeted here in Mooresville, North Carolina, and the people who live here. Um, that is a suggested donation. However, if you really want to come to this seminar and 60 bucks is a little steep for you, just email us and let us know. We will figure something out with you. Um, the contact for that is United by Strength Podcast at gmail.com. And if you want more information, or have questions, or would like to sign up, that would be the place to do it. You can also walk into Cliffhangers uh, directly and sign up at the front desk, from what I understand. So they have a very nice um, gym upstairs with a couple of very, very nice rogue power racks, some lovely barbells. Yeah, we've some... been playing around up there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> some overblades. So, um, and we had kind of gotten this idea initially from, you know, working with their clientele and seeing how this lovely, you know, uh, characteristic called strength uh, transfers into so many other things. Everything. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, we as coaches have heard this over and over. We, we kind of see the same um, theme play out just in different demographics. So um, the one I remember most uh, is, you know, uh, UFC stuff, right? Because CrossFit and UFC got into bed with each other pretty early on. And the, the whole thing was, is like this kind of... Um, debate about, you know, because jujitsu is an extremely technical and, you know, technique heavy sport where leverages are really, really important. And a lot of the practitioners kind of back in the day, and I think it still exists today, you know, often argue, oh, technique, 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 you know, as long as you have really, really good technique, you don't need strength. Or actually there was stereotypes of like, if you were strong, then it would make you slow or incapable mm -hmm. of doing some of the movements. And, you know, I think through, you know, the UFC and MMA, as that's evolved, we've seen that that's, you know, not really the case. In fact, strength is rarely, if ever, a weakness and being strong and technically proficient means you can <laughs> usually trounce someone who's technically proficient, but not as strong as you. And um, we see that in so many other things as well. Um, Again, strength is one of those characteristics that's just really, really nice to have. Um, and we see it uh, as well in just general population, um, which, you know, and, and the other, some of the other participants who might be coming to the seminar um, from the other programs that we work with are just regular people. And that's a big thing that we're working on right now is just communicating to the general population that, you know, in order to kick ass into your 90s, unfortunately, just losing weight which is what everyone talks about right now because obesity and chronic disease is plaguing the United States. Um, just losing a bunch of weight isn't a free ticket out of chronic disease, unfortunately. If we get you down to skin and bones, um, you now can't, you now don't Still have, <laughs> yeah, you don't have the strength to perform regular tasks. Yeah. And what sticks you in the nursing home is the inability to get off the toilet, the inability to wipe your own ass and get yourself up off the floor if you fall. And those are all describing char uh, characteristics of strength, right? Those are all things that strength 
uh, is directly responsible for, not technique. <laughs> you know, um, oh, that, that I was. There are uh, many ways to get yourself off the floor. Right. I was drawing a blank enough. before, but the other sport <laughs> that that comes up with all the damn time, especially here in America for some reason, is Olympic weightlifting, right? The Olympic weightlifters in the gym are always the one, you know, they always have mustaches for some reason too. I'm not sure why, <laughs> but uh, always talking about technique, 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 yeah. technique, right? And, you know, that was always something that um, got laughed at a little bit in um, some other circles simply because, yes, in the gym, in, in the weightlifting gym, the snatch and the clean and jerk are, you could say, the most kind of complicated movements, but compared to something like gymnastics, clean and jerk and snatch are silly simple. <laughs> like it does not take three decades to master your technique. If you have a really good coach who actually gives you feedback and you can watch slow-mo video and diagnose angles and things like that, you can perfect your technique in a sport as simple as Olympic weightlifting in a decade or two, right? It really does not, uh, but the vast majority of your career as you know, the Russians, the Chinese and all the people who crush our souls every single year in the Olympics um, show us is you need to be strong, right? A strong Olympic weightlifter can recover a really heavy snatch that's off or not quite technically perfect, but a weak lifter cannot correct that position. They lose the lift, right? You can have somebody, you can poo poo all day that somebody walks out there and does a terrible looking snatch, but manages to stand it up and complete the lift. And they lifted 50 more pounds than you. Eh, that's one of the reasons I <laughs> love it, but they still made the lift. So suck on it, right? You still lose because the, uh, the way you win an Olympic weightlifting, uh, match is not by getting, it's not, it's not, um, uh, synchronized swimming. It's not ice skating. It's not based on 10 out of 10 for style. It's based on who has the biggest total, right? Who lifted the most weights, period. And that's one of the things I love about strongman <laughs> is that everyone's cheering for everybody and no one gives a shit as long yeah, as you there's way finish less the rules. lift. <laughs> I love it. Like yeah. there are like little rules here or there, like depending on whether you can or can't use straps, but yeah. most of the time you can, unless it's a grip focus thing, right? right. But a lot of times it's just you're strong. I don't care how you do it. Like ground yeah. to overhead, the strongest person will win. Yep. Whether you do it in one movement or five movements. Like yep. it's more and about we'll stand strength here, than technique. We'll stand here and watch <laughs> you struggle with it until it gets overhead There's or you drop it. There's sometimes a little technique, but most of the time it's just strength. I like, think, yeah, do it however you want. <laughs> I think the biggest controversy recently has been about belt stuff. Yeah. Uh, you know, whether you can, you know, rest an Put object on, on your, your belt, belt to get it over with. Yeah. But even then, most people just say, shut up and lift the thing. You know, people point out that historically, I think the belt was actually invented for doing that. <laughs> so if you don't <laughs> like doing it, don't don't wear a belt. Um, but uh we just wanted to put this out on NC Strongman because A, it's strength related, right? And a couple of things as well is, you know, for people who are interested in getting into strength sports, right? There's so much carryover with strongman and, you know, power lifting or strength lifting, whatever you want to call it, getting into the gym, getting under a barbell and doing compound, you know, functional movements, moving a lot of weight at high intensity um, and, and that kind of thing, getting stronger, right? For this thing we call strength, you know, it, it makes your everyday person better at accomplishing tasks. It makes climbers like the people who go to cliffhangers, right? A young climber who is very strong will have better ability to climb than if they were weak, but still, 
you know, a savant at, you know, maybe climbing technique or technically proficient or something like that, make them squat 405. And all of a sudden they'll be able to hang onto that wall a whole lot longer because their legs are so much stronger than the person next to them. Um, and we've noticed in the past too, um, as coaches, right. But going to strongman competitions quite often, and I'm sure you see this as well at powerlifting meets or Olympic weightlifting meets. I'm sure we just happen to be at strongman competitions more often is we'll see, especially younger competitors, um, at these events where they manage to finish say a really heavy axle bar clean and jerk or say a, um, a really heavy log press or, or something like that, or a deadlift with just, you know, throw up in your mouth, <laughs> bad technique or inefficiencies, but they still manage to pull it off or they damn near pull it off. Right. And, you know, that's just an awesome display of strength and hard work, but there's that cringe factor of like, oh man, you know, like you're probably going to have to have disc surgery at some point in your life or something's going to pop at somewhere. And maybe if we do a little bit of coaching in terms of, you know, good technique, good bar placement, good, um, you know, mechanics, we can maybe avoid some of these, you know, pretty standard career injuries in, in the sport and, or, um, get you to a place where you're making lifts where you might have missed them. You know, at some point technique is important in terms of knowing the mechanics of the movement. Well, um, with these relatively simple movements, you know, bar path and the deadlift, you know, <laughs> bar placement and the squat and all this kind of stuff. And, and, you know, good mechanics in the press, especially overhead so much in strongman has overhead pressing, right? So that's what we plan to cover at the strength seminar. We're going to cover the barbell back squat, specifically uh, low bar back squat. We're going to cover a deadlift, conventional deadlift, not sumo. And then we're going to cover the overhead press or shoulder press, right? Or two hands press, <laughs> the old, old school way of, of saying it. And we're going to do it with a regular barbell, right? And so I know some of you listening to this, um, well, I don't think anyone listening to this. <laughs> Everyone I talk to at competitors, they train with regular barbells at a regular gym, probably most of the time. And then they get on implements a couple times per week. I don't know that I've ever actually met a strongman competitor it's probably, yeah, it's kind of a cool aspect of the sport. Now that I'm thinking about it, yeah. it almost just came out of my mouth instinctively, <laughs> but you know, you'll see that though. Like you'll make CrossFitters and I'll, I'm diamond out my own people who don't do anything <laughs> other than CrossFit. CrossFit, even though that's a weird thing to say, cause you can call it's anything that moves yeah. large loads, long distances quickly CrossFit, but definitely powerlifting or Olympic weightlifting. You'll meet those people all the time who really just never deviate outside of those movements. Um, I mean, that's what I thought about that was fun about strongman is I came from, well, so we had the military background, which was a lot of body weight, running, pushups, air squats, sit-ups, whatever. But when I got into lifting heavier weights, external loads, I got into power lifting. And mm. so, I mean, that was good because it built a base strength, right? I got really good at the back squat, the deadlift and the press and the, the bench press and the overhead press. But then it's like, after you make those like initial gains where you're like, adding weight to it all the time your first year, but then you kind of plateau and then it's like yeah. maybe five pound increase, 10 pound increase once a year, depending on the lift. And it's a lot slower Then I found strongman. It was like, I had that base strength now. And now I get to see like, what can I do with this? The Viking press, the, you know, log press, the farmers carry, you have to start that with a deadlift and all these other movements that it was like, Oh, now I can put the strength that I've worked on 
into fun implements. That's yeah, that's a really good point. And that's kind of what I was thinking is where the utility for a seminar like this would be for someone either relatively new to strongman or kind of looking at getting into strength sports is these three movements that we're talking about that we're going to be coaching at the seminar are just the most kind of basic Basic, foundational. If you boil it down, like what are the movements that I can do that get the most amount of work done with the most amount of muscle mass being implemented in each lift where it's relatively simple, right? It doesn't take years to learn these movements. In fact, we're going to learn them in three hours, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and not only that, but I can do it on a pretty relatively easy to access piece of equipment that can be easily and incrementally loaded. That's another piece as well, where yes, we can definitely press a log overhead if we have one. But some of these other implements like the circus dumbbell, depending on your situation, but like kegs, sandbags are lovely for things, but they're very tough to incrementally load, right? Right. I can very easily in your programming have it to where your back squat, we're going up five pounds every workout, right? Or we can add, you know, for the press, we can micro load down to, you know, a fraction of a pound with, with, um, you know, the, the fractional plates, right? Fractional plates. (laughs) Um, so that's very hard to do with a keg. Right. right, it's very hard to do with a car deadlift or some of these Circus other pieces, or right? The tire. Or, so, so like yeah. what Chanel was saying, like this is sort of what we're trying to convey. What a what a strongman competitor could get from this seminar is okay. What are what's the very basic bottom core of my strength program? Like what are what are the movements I should base kind of all my training around peripherally? Because these core movements are going to help me, you know, gain the most amount of raw strength, right? Because I don't think anyone listening to this would argue that, say, someone who could um, deadlift 600 pounds conventionally on a bar can do better when they move over to an axle bar deadlift than someone who could only deadlift 315 on a regular bar, right? You know, yes, a regular barbell is not the exact same thing as an axle bar, but a deadlift is kind of a deadlift, right? Yeah. Your, your one rep max is going to go down a little bit when you shift to an axle bar, especially if it's your first time touching it, right? So going to a competition should not be your first time you ever touched an axle bar. But if you're walking into a competition, never having touched an axle bar and you can deadlift 600 on a regular bar, you're probably going to do you're gonna okay. okay. <laughs> you're going to be okay. Right. If you can only deadlift 135, yeah. on a regular bar, you might be in trouble. Right? Well, that's where technique helps. Like if you can do like a regular barbell deadlift and you have good technique, then if you've never touched an axle bar or log, the car deadlift like the or the log, the log or yep. the stone, but you have those mechanics, the mechanics of the deadlift. You yeah. understand your foot placement. You understand bracing. Yeah. You understand back angle. You understand trying to keep the load over the middle of your foot as you raise it. Yeah. If you can try to follow, you know, some of those implements and some of those events kind of deviate out of that a little bit, but you you have the base model in your head and you won't get too far astray. And that's some of the things we've seen in competition where it was like, man, if we could just clean that up on that person, you know, some of these pieces of like the knees being way out in front, you know, the bar, these Seeing some of these weird dynamic starts to the deadlift, though, too, where the athletes are like rolling the bar away from them towards them again. It's like, I know you watched Eddie Hall do it 
And I know you think that's cool, but <laughs> like your, your, your bar is coming off the ground at a different place every single rep because you just don't know what, you know, he's got probably 8 million reps under his belt doing it that way. And he's done it the exact same way every single time. Good example of that was, um, who's the very, very strong lady we loaded plates for in the log. Is it Christina? Uh, I'm terrible with names. But I know who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, strongest woman in the world yeah. a couple of times, right? Yeah. Anyway, when we were loading plates for her for at um, the official Strongman Games, um, she got on the platform, stomped her feet in a very specific, oh, like yeah. her routine for setting up for every rep was kind of crazy. And if you watched it and you tried to duplicate it, you'd fuck it up for sure. But she's done it a million times. And her routine was so, it was a little out of ordinary, but you could tell from watching it that it was so dialed in from doing it over and over and over again that it was actually sort of like a, a meditative like yoga type thing for her where it got it to be exactly the same every single time it actually gave her consistency right um and that can be a downfall when we watch you know the very very best of the best and try to copy them is like you don't realize that they had those basic mechanics down years and years and years ago and they've done it so many times that they've been able to add some personal flourishes on most of us never even did the the homework to begin with of going to those very base mechanics and mastering it to begin with. And um, so the deadlift specifically in that piece, right? Bar path and that, we're definitely going to cover that. You got something to say? Kristen Rhodes. Kristen Rhodes. There we go. <laughs> I was going to drive Rhodes. me crazy. I had to look it up. Very nice. That was a couple of years ago. Very nice lady. Out, but it was awesome. Also extremely intense. Yes. If you load plates for her and oh, you awesome. don't get between her yeah. and the thing she's about to lift <laughs> because she'll throw you off the platform. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So that, and then, um, the press I think is a really, really big one because, uh, a very underrated movement in terms of the, the bar path in the press and, um, the technique, the mechanics in terms of setting up a good rack position. That's a big one that we see a lot, unfortunately with big strongman competitors. Sometimes the mobility work isn't quite there to get a good rack position. And so you see guys really struggling to where it's like they, they have the strength to press this thing overhead, but they're so uncomfortable and <laughs> out of their element trying to hold that thing in the front rack position Learned or establish themselves <laughs> that, yeah, their press ends up being so wonky because there's no stability there. They can't get the dang thing on their torso to stabilize right. it, to get a good, or, you know, how many times have we seen, um, you know, a, a, a weight failed trying to strict press when I was like, Oh, can someone just teach say, this guy how to push so press? I feel like that's a time, not a <laughs> super old thing, but like who is stronger, the strong man that can lean back and strict press that log or the strong man that split jerks and gets that log overhead. Right. I mean, one is using some momentum and leg or whatever you want to call the words. And the other one is using like all the upper body strength yeah. technique or position. But I mean, they're both strong. Sure. That's always a funny debate of right. like who is stronger. <laughs> right, right. Well, and I mean, in that piece, you know, the, the, the person who's able to strict press that weight is, you know, uh, on paper stronger for sure. But when your goal is to win the competition. I mean, if it ends up overhead, that's right. legs together, <laughs> that's right. who, locked out. Who's... Who got it? Who got, the, who got the down command and who didn't make it overhead, right? right? And um, no, and so I think especially with the barbell, getting really good at that barbell press, especially kind of the traditional barbell press where we uh, learn how to do a little bit of a layback as well. I think uh, 
that translates very well. I was doing log press the other day and, uh, at our gym and I noticed, I was like, wow, the, I was doing log, um, strict press, just overhead press. And I was like, huh, the position I'm at when I press this log overhead is very, very similar to the layback when I'm doing a, a very heavy shoulder press with a barbell. And so I think those two things transfer really, really well. And the, just the, the attention to detail you have to have in the shoulder press when it gets really heavy, when you're up to one rep max loads of like, if that bar path deviates, it, it becomes, it puts it in the same category as, you know, the clean and jerk or the, the jerk really, or the snatch, right? Where it has to, you have to catch that thing over the middle of your foot because if it's off, you know, even just a little bit in that bar path upwards, the, the physics of it just makes it so heavy that you cannot finish the lift. Um, so we'll definitely be covering that the back squat. There isn't a lot of squatting in, um, in strongman. However, I don't think anyone would argue that the back squat is kind of the cornerstone of getting strong. If you want to get strong, you need to squat. (laughs) And in terms of just, you know, the concentric and eccentric loading mechanics, the stretch reflex in the squat, the amount of muscle mass that's being recruited in a really, really set heavy set of five low bar back squats. Um, there's just no other movement that can get you stronger, more efficiently and more effectively than learning how to just back squat really, really well. Right. Squatting is probably my least favorite, lift, <laughs> yeah. which is maybe why I like strongman the most. It's very, it I comes up occasionally, <laughs> but nowhere near as much as deadlift or press. <laughs> right. Well, and I mean, it still transfers over to, you know, your yoke walk and even a yeah. lot of the, um, even like lifting the stone off the ground or the heavy sandbags, like lapping them and things like that. You know, those are deadlift variations, but, um, learning a good low bar back squat, again, kind of gives you some of those same mechanics in terms of bracing and, and getting that bar moving straight. Well, up even like the car deadlift or the trap bar deadlift. I had a trap bar in one of my competitions. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I mean, it's like in, it's like right in between a deadlift and a squat. I feel like the stance and the way you lift and yeah. lean back. Well, and two, yeah. And to that point, if, if you haven't competed yet, um, there's definitely some carry over there in that in a very heavy back squat, the bracing that you have to go through and the control of not freaking out and pooping your pants right <laughs> under a very heavy bar is very beneficial to have as an experience. If it, it, you know, in competition you're going up, you know, oftentimes you're looking at that weight, that sandbag that's laying on the ground. It's like, I haven't even picked that up before. Like I don't, I don't know what 250 right. pounds feels like. And if you've had several thousand reps of like, shit, I don't know if I'm going to be able to stand this squat up, but here we go. I mean, even <laughs> Big a heavy breath squat. and push into that belt and go yeah. down and, and, you know, work your ass off to get it back up like that, that ethic of, you know, be yeah. damned. We're We're getting this squat up, um, can help in competition when it's like getting really, really hard and you have to grind out that yeah. last little piece. I guess like a heavy yoke walk with a belt, like bracing, Oh, yeah. I think my really heavy at nationals that like heavy yoke walk with bracing in the belt probably felt the closest thing to like really heavy back squat because yeah. your core is just, it's the center of everything yep. for that. Yep. <laughs> Good carryover and all of that yeah. stuff. So anyway, we just wanted to talk about some of that stuff and uh, it's just fun to talk about um, some of these I- events and that sort of thing. But um, so to summarize again, yeah, our strength seminar is on Saturday, 
June, Se- June, tw- June 26th. 26th. <laughs> are we playing like a bad game of oh, Mad Libs? Sure like I'm going to take over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we have two sections because there's only six spots each. So please email us if you would like one of them. Yeah. The so, first time. 9 a.m. to noon. And then the second time. Is 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. That's <laughs> what three hours is right there. At the Cliffhangers Gym in Morrisville, North Carolina. And we are covering. The low bar back squat, the conventional deadlift, and the overhead press with the barbell. Yes. There oh, we go. That's I right. was trying to do a back and forth thing. We finally got it. <laughs> yep. We don't really rehearse. <laughs> you can, if you want to bring equipment, you can bring a pair of lifters. You can bring a belt if you want. Um, don't show up with gloves or anything like that because I'll laugh at you. And Chanel, <laughs> Chanel will laugh at you. You can for look sure. at all my calluses. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I know we're looking forward to it. And um, even if, you know, you're not able to make it to this seminar um, or you're not interested in it, I still think that getting a good coach or learning, you know, the low bar back squat, the conventional deadlift with a regular barbell, all those mechanical pieces and the overhead press, implementing them into your strength program um, and just getting real strong with those can can lay you a very good strength foundation as a base to then work off of for strongman in terms of the event specific stuff. So even if you don't come to our seminar, definitely look some of that stuff up. I'll put some links in the show notes for some things that we find very helpful and that we like a lot. And we hope that it helps you out in your training and helps you get stronger and allows you to, you know, see us at one of these awesome local North Carolina strongman events in the near future. Got anything else to add, Chanel? Nope. I think that's it. If there's anything else you want to learn in your close enough to Morrisville, North Carolina, we have our own little box and we're more than happy to uh, work out or do a coaching session with you. Just reach out to us. Yeah. Just hit us up at uh, United by strength podcast at gmail.com. All right, everybody have a good rest of your night. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to NC strongman. We hope to see you at an upcoming competition or seminar. If you live near Mooresville, North Carolina, and want to train with us, please reach out at unitedbystrengthpodcast at gmail.com. Additionally, if you want to follow our programming, read our coaching guides, and get training tips, and otherwise support our cause, please visit us at gumroad.com backslash unitedbystrength.